Hello. Hey guys, welcome to the Role Playing Exchange. It is Saturday morning and it is our now for about the past year our our typical weekly hell game as we call it. So for those of you that are tuning in to us for the first time, we we've been running a Monster of the Week campaign and we started off actually with uh, Fear itself, but currently we're involved in the Uncles campaign, uh, the Council of Uncles, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, is that correct? You're over explaining things, Adam. It, it's the uncle. The uncle's a penny treadmill. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. Hey, I, I, I told everybody off mic. I'm on my 11 cup of coffee, so I am energized and ready to go. So I'm going to be GMing this today, as my daughter, who has ignored me for the past hour, walks up to me with something <laughs> to do. As but, they do. <laughs> so I'm I'm running. So at the top of the alphabet which this time will be C, why don't uh, you introduce yourself, your character, and we've also got a special uh, player joining us who's going to be taking a larger part of our campaign as we go on. Oh, so, shit. Hold on. We both start with C. Let's go with the, the next letter. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, how about last names? <laughs> go for it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <clears throat> oh, hello. I'm Chris. <laughs> or Crazon. Or review cultist on my other podcast. <laughs> um, we'll probably stick with Crazon for this one, since we have two Chris's in the in the party. <laughs> um, it was a very popular name in the late '80s and early '90s. It really was. <laughs> um, I'm I'm playing uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer, um, Buttress, <laughs> the uh, cowboy cultist, and uh, the initiate playbook. Uh, he is uh, he is a man, <laughs> hardened hardened body, uh, and with mismatched clothing. Um, so like think like plaid, uh, kind of like those like uh, like plaid outdoor uh, kind of jacket shirt things, um, jeans, cowboy boots, uh, cowboy hat. He he basically like basic, um, I guess brown haired white dude, uh, but with a mustache. Um, he is from a secret order of monster hunters that are that roam in an RV convoy that have been trekking west hunting ghosts and demons for a mysterious and mystical voice. Um, and uh, yeah, he knows um, he knows a thing or two about uh, black magic and and art and uh, and uh, anachronistic uh, fighting art styles. So he's got his Y hander. Um, but yeah, and he's. Um, the uh the the brother of uh, Penny's dad or the twin the twin brother to be to be exact of Penny's dad Jack you, you do realize at some point in time we're gonna have to like a Wikipedia page oh. for a Korean soap opera we're gonna have to do a flow chart yeah <laughs> we're gonna it's the whole thing I'll I'll start I'll start setting up that uh that that Google that doc <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome so I guess the lesser Chris can go. Wow. <laughs> this is my fucking podcast. Yeah. I love you. Come on. <laughs> All right. So um, my name is Chris Hammond, and I'm I'm proud to say, as a Chris, I have been cast as Moon Knight in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, today I will be playing uh, Branson Martin, the Flake. Uh, the best thing you can know about him is that Jude Doyle was afraid to come out as trans because that he didn't want to share a gender with Branson. <laughs> and I am terminally online and probably on drugs. 
Probably. That's what you need to know. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And now, last but not least, our new addition to the Council of Uncles. Hi, everybody. This is David. Um, I'm going to be playing the Divine Playbook. Uh, so today I am bringing the Angel Tariel into the th- into the fray. I have been summoned. Awesome, awesome. And since we're dealing with a new character here, uh, do you care to uh, tell us about your relationship and how you came to be introduced to the uncles? Oh, sure thing. Uh, just uh, to plant a picture into folks' heads, um, I am androgynous uh, with glowing eyes and an always perfect white suit. It doesn't get rumpled, it doesn't get dirty, it's just always there. And um, Let's see. Branson is, for some crazy reason, the person that I go to for advice on the living. I figure that with him being terminally online, Branson knows all of the things. Um, John Jacob is a good and righteous person who must be protected at all costs. I know that you're messing around with what you think are black magics, but they're not as black as you think. According to the ancient Enochian, you're actually still within the proper bounds. Do not worry, John Jacob. I will keep you safe. And I have been... As I said, I have been summoned. Uh, Frank's prayers in the last session are what kind of brought me around. So um, here I am, and here I stay. I have been instructed to tell anyone who asks who is one of the powers that be that I am with the Division of Family Services, and I am here to look into the child. Dang. (laughs) Uh, Okay, cool. Um, Still trying to take care of the iPad stuff here. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And I think you're, what, as we were talking off mic, I think the thing I really like about your character too is how you came into being here with us. So, if we were going to cut back to the inciting incident that actually <laughs> happened, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Garth. <laughs> but Sorry. so it's night, the botched exorcism. Jack has just burst from the bedroom window where they were performing exorcism on his daughter, Penny, presumably possessed. On an altar in in a circle of stones. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) John John Jacob is, uh, you know, consoling the family. Uh, We have Branson Martin there. Now, my other daughter walked up and handed me five bananas. I assume she wants to eat one of them. Uh, so, you know, we have uh, Branson's going about trying to offer, con- uh, you know, console everyone. And then uh, you have the other brother, the one I play, Frank uh, Doodles Buttress, sitting out on the front porch of the house, exhausted, devastated, crushed, smoking a cigarette, you know. Hands resting on his knee. I mean, elbows resting on his knees, and his he plants his hands, his face into his hands, possibly searing his uh, luscious red locks with the flaming cigarette. He goes, "What the fuck am I gonna do?" You're to going which? to. You're going to do the same things that you always do. You're going to get through. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Also. Let me hold this while you push your hair out of the way so that you don't set yourself on fire again. We remember the last time, yes? <laughs> and as a <laughs> Frank looks up, wide-eyed, jaw-dropped, 
we kind of like seen fates. So you've you've been a part of the life. You've uh, been working supposedly question my like, quotation marks with the family. You pay you pay visits. You have individual. I would even say that your uh, meetings with Penny have probably been um, like. When I say unsupervised, I mean like you're the parent. Uh, her mother's there, but you're you're sitting in a the room there with. Uh, okay. Did we just who? Uh, okay, so yeah, you're you're sitting there and you have your private conversations with her, and she never speaks a word to her mother about it. And uh, yeah, is there anybody else like to add anything to this before we move on? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just offering joints to folks. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm probably just like oh, because I remember my character was actually like he was on call, like he was like not Zoom You're on call. the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, I was on a Zoom call, like because I was halfway across the country at the time. <laughs> so I was like basically just like I. I it'd be funny, like somebody there's somebody else there next to um uh next to Joyce with it with a tablet, and I'm just like trying to console her like through the through the internet. <laughs> I'm like I'm holding the tablet for Joyce <laughs> while like so offering her but, a point. Yeah, I mean, she took uh, it last probably, time I offered. And my own personal headcanon, um, like though Tariel stands out, um, nobody ever comments on the look. Like normal people just kind of gloss over it. Like there's no way that that person can have those brightly glowing eyes and that be real. And so they just assume that it's not the case. And um, I don't know who, but I'm thinking somebody within the group has probably said, here, when you're walking out around the normal people, put these sunglasses on. Why? I don't, uh, I, my eyes do not get hurt by the sunlight like yours. Put the sunglasses on, for the love of God. <laughs> no, I'm like, nah, man, they, they stand out, trust me. Uh, 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 this, is, this is from personal experience. <laughs> well, I do love God, so I will put on the sunglasses. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, welcome aboard. Can't wait to see what uh, kind of mischief we can get into here. Looks like we're going to wait a moment for Crates on. Hey, you want to join? Okay. Oh, he's back. He's back. So, let's go ahead and jump to current day. So, Branson, what do you do? Like, how have you tried to help the Butcher's family? Aside from the missions for Penny and stuff like that, like, you you know that the the brothers are and you know her mother are definitely looking for jack and stuff like that and like what have you done as your own little personal crusade to help uh the family uh so i um have a very large twitter following despite myself like basically i just get owned online all the time so uh i i use that like Yo, I know y'all think I'm just joking around with this monster hunting stuff, but it's not. It's actually personally hurt my family. My best friend's gone missing. If you've seen this guy, and then it's like basically a missing persons report. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I've I've heard. I know exactly. Like, cause that's basically like on Twitter. That's what like a lot of people do. Yeah, for like, like crowdsource, like searching for missing persons. Exactly. If you had what kind of results have you had from it? Just like a brief like summarization like do you get much feedback from the that initial call to arms or is this something that just kind of is set on the back burner and few people commented on it and then you know you have it on your twitter page probably pinned to the top but it, not it's a- definitely pinned to the top but uh, i think i mostly made fun of 
like yeah everyone everyone thinks that branson's just like an arg like like i am just like a a a very extended shit post of a person (laughs) when really like this dude is sincere he's just really fucking stupid (laughs) okay okay sounds good well not stupid but you know yeah um I mean, I, mean, I, was, I wasn't pausing because I was thinking your character's stupid. I just, <laughs> yeah, like no. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a, cer- a certain amount of self-deprecation that Branson, once the mic, the camera's off, uh, would probably have to deal with. I mean, um, Branson's highest stat is sharp, so yeah. like he's a smart guy. Yeah, so he's just mm-hmm. a loser. <laughs> so it's a, the trail never really began. It was kind of went cold, mm-hmm. and then this is since our last adventure. You you all make it back to your homestead of sorts, and uh, you know Frank is taking some R and R. He uh, got pretty banged up, and you know just so out of out of that question there. So everything's going like a normal day for you, and then all of a sudden you get a tweet on. Oh God, yes, hold on, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. She, she wants another banana. <laughs> I, I honestly, folks, as, as when you have kids, like you'll they'll eat the hell out of something, and then you'll buy bananas for six months, and they won't eat bananas at all, yep. and they they just rot. And then there's that one day that they ate they eat like six. So let's go back. So you get a you get a tweet responding to your pinned post, and it says, "Hey, this looks like something that would be right up your alley. May have something to do with." Uh, your brother, I don't know, and that's all it says, you know, in that cryptic writing. And then you see uh, that they have tagged in there a few links to uh, to this, uh, like a YouTube video, uh, a news report, and so forth. So, what's your initial response to that? Uh, well, I'm I'm obviously going to read through it. Like, where where does it say it's going from? Okay, so as I picked a city or a town out of Canada that tickled me. You see that uh, the, the news clipping is from uh, Melville, which is in Saskatchewan, Canada. And you see the headline, I mean, not the headline, the news article is describing that two days ago, a parishioner of St. George's Cathedral was murdered in uh, broad daylight. They had uh, the victim which was Braden Young had uh, went to the the church to visit the father and go into confession of his sins and the father which is Father Amherst says that during his confession something grabbed Jacob and pulled him out of the confession booth and by the time that uh, he had exited the confession booth Jacob, not Jacob, excuse me, uh, Braden was laying dead with several stab wounds across his body. Uh, the father, the reason this is making more news is the Church of St. George's was, uh, it's kind of did a shift over the past decade from being uh, your typical Catholic church to a more a fire and brimstone kind of church. A lot, there's been like a lot of shift in the congregation. And um, the father believes that uh, Braden was judged by God and found wanton. 
He is currently, Father Amherst is currently being held for questioning in the Melville Police Station. Okay. So I'm going to text Jingleheimer, and then when it's left on red, I'm going to text him again. And then when that's left on red, I'm going to call him. And when he doesn't go to the, vo- when that goes immediately to voicemail, uh, I'm going to call my cousin Hank, who is his acolyte. You know him so well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so eventually, it's like, hey man, yo, uh, tell Jingleheimer. Like, I-, I think I've got, I've got a, I've got a lead. It's about his brother. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, do you text him that or did you call him? I called him. Okay. okay you called Hank. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hank. Hank will relay that. <laughs> To uh, to to Jingleheimer, you hear in the background, like you hear him like yell, like to, to Jingleheimer, and you just hear like kind of in the background an exasperated sigh. <laughs> it's like like someone like it's like like waiting for waiting for the noose. It's like all right. <laughs> My phone's um, been exploding for the past twenty minutes. I know exactly who this is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. So. You, yeah, he he uh, he eventually hops on uh, Hank's phone. It's like, yeah, yeah. What do you want, uh, uh, Branson? Hey, man, yo, like I, I think I found something that it, it it's a lot like the night. Like something's weird. Weird's going on in Saskatchewan, and I think we should check it out. There is there's like a a long pause as a uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, the night. Yeah, as Jingleheimer just like kind of remembers that. Um, are, all right, uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Drumhiller right now, uh, doing some doing some research on something. Uh, but I can uh, I can I can take a pause on that. Uh, if you uh, yeah, are you are you guys coming out then to uh, out west? Uh, Doodles is pretty banged up right now. I think he's still in the hospital, so I think it, it may just be me. Um, I'll probably try to, like, get a flight over there in, like, next hour or two. Okay, uh, then I guess we'll just meet up at a, at a motel or hotel somewhere in, in Melville, you said? Uh, yeah, Melville, but, um, could you do me a favor and, like, could we meet up at the, the airport? I, my, my driver's license is still revoked. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. All right, cool. He's he's actually like for a moment, he, like he's actually like uncharacteristically like uh, understanding, <laughs> maybe because of the uh, what this might entail. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. Uh, tell you what, something else you did notice as you were going through it there. I was kind of waiting for a line of questioning there. Uh, you know the the message that you got is from an actual is from a porn bot so for those of you who don't know and don't have a twitter account and all that that oftentimes like you get like people will like your page and all that and you're like yay i got someone liking my page and all that. It's like the real point exchange mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. if you actually go through it and you start looking through your your likes and all that you see that it's just websites trying to get you to click on the link to go to you know some pornographic site and all that like this right here when you investigated the link or the person who had tweeted uh, tweeted this at you i mean you're brought to there's I mean, there's advertisements like, you know, join my OnlyFans page and stuff like that. But you, you're not seeing, like, any other 
communication on there. No personal stuff. There's no, like, it's, you know, it looks like a shell account of sorts. Okay. So it's like something, something's up with this. Yeah. Yeah. I will uh, relate that to him. It's like, by the way, this is like, like, this is something weird's going on with this because I'm pretty sure a bot sent this to me, but the information's is legit. Like, I I looked into it. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. I used to delete bots until I found out that places like uh, Origins to get a press pass want you to have so many followers. I'm like, well, (laughs) I guess we're really big in the pornography community. (laughs) Hey, a lot of freaks like the game, too. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I'm on. uh, I I am associated with leftist sex worker Twitter, so it's all good. So we are going to kind of, uh, I guess, flash ahead. I do have a question. How is uh, your character, David, how how are they getting into this? So, like, he's going to the airport, or, like, what dramatic entrance are you going to make? Actually, since I've got angel wings, I can go anywhere. I figured that with the, hey, my driver's license is revoked. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I was waiting for him to say it when I was close enough. And just, where are we going? Oh, shit. Whoa. Where uh, are we going? We're, go- we're going to uh, Melville. It's in Saskatchewan. That is rather a long walk, is it not? It, yeah, I was going to call an Uber and like get a flight. No. Hand on your shoulder, and <laughs> let me roll the dice, and we'll be there. <laughs> Just, They're just st- static on the phone call. Like, ah, ah! <laughs> like, you actually hear me saying this on the yeah. phone. Let's see what the dice say. Yes, we have a 10. So we land exactly where we want to. We're on the church steps. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's like a, a little bit of static. I'm like, uh... Are you okay? Did, did, I, hear, did I just hear... Did I just hear Toriel? Yeah, you don't have to meet me at the airport. Oh, okay. Um, uh, are, you're in Melville, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want Do you want to book the Do you want to just like get a, a hotel? I guess I'll be there. In uh, you hear like you hear like some some muddled conversation in the background between him and Hank. Where is John? Seven Tate? hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, where is John Jacob? Uh, uh, Toriel wants to know where you are, but like, uh, Toriel, I'm pretty sure he needs his car. Like, can, yeah, you, fly, I need my can car. you fly a car? Like, is is that is that in your like? And he just kind of like waves at you. <laughs> oh, this. <laughs> yeah. One moment. So, um, here's the way it works. I can go instantly to anywhere I visited before, or to a person that I know well. When I carry one or two people with me, I actually have to roll, but otherwise I just go. Um, okay, so what I was going to ask is, can I pull a, I'm going to do some magic? Okay, go right ahead. So uh, for that, I use weird. I'm just going to get there and it's like, okay, this car, this is the car you need. Uh, oh, uh, so you're you're already there. You just appear in <laughs> Drumheller in front, in front of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, hi, hi, Toriel. Um, <laughs> Hello. Yeah, the, he, yeah. It points to the uh, the the pickup truck with the um the horse. Uh, uh, what is it? What is that called? A horse, horse uh, trailer. Horse trailer. trailer. Yeah. With the uh, the the horse trailer full of his stuff, and then uh, you see Hank in the in inside the the passenger side of the car, just like mouth agape, I guess. 
Uh, yeah. This may take me one moment. Okay, that that's perfect. I gotta go tell the motel first. I gotta go like pay up with the motel guy there. I'll be right back. <laughs> he just like runs like hurriedly to the motel uh, office and and pays his bill. It pays his bill. Meanwhile, I'm like booking an Airbnb for like four people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the roll plus weird is going to be a fourteen. I rolled. Jesus. So while you're inside paying, you're going to come out and there are divine angelic runes on the car and the trailer. Oh, um, badass. Frank is, pro- or Frank. Um, Hank. Yeah, Hank is probably just still kind of just staring. Oh, yeah, no, he has, like, yeah, his, his face is not stuck. Like, no, it, it's stuck. <laughs> In an opposition, uh, a cigarette has burned all the way down to his lips. He's getting a little yeah. bit of a burn. He does not care. The ash is just still sitting there. Yep. It's honestly, frankly, surprising that he's acting like this, considering he's Branson's cousin and he was there when, when old Spider Legs was uh, discovered. That's true, but I mean, like you know, angelic might. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Are we? Uh, are we bringing? Hank, yes, uh, no, y- yes, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's got to, he's got to learn <laughs> about <laughs> about the weirdness. Okay, Hank, I want you to look at me. This is going to hurt just a little bit, but don't worry, it won't linger for long. Hands on Frank's shoulders, he suddenly screams, and he's also covered in the runes. Oh god! <laughs> oh, poor it's Hank. just like it's just like it's just like all over his skin, like all like like his entire body just has all tats, is <laughs> tatted up with glowing runes. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they won't last. They won't be forever. So it's more like a uh, divine henna, but also yes. <laughs> John <laughs> Jacob, please hold still. Yep. <laughs> Tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like screaming. No, no. He like grits his teeth. <laughs> uh shove over. I need to oh. take the wheel. Uh yeah, I guess I'll let uh oh <laughs> he ain't Jesus, but I guess I'll let you have the wheel. <laughs> uh Hank in the back. <laughs> just have to, I just like I just push Hank. I just I just like physically move Hank like a crane machine into the into the back of the uh, into the back cabin. You're all gonna like show up just completely inked up and then there's just Branson there and I've just got like my fucking Bigfoot Squatch Life oh, God. tattoo. <laughs> yeah. And just to see if it still holds as far as the luck, let's see where I put us with the angel wings on this one. <laughs> okay, so that's just a twelve. So I so just I rolled a ten plus my two for weird. And uh yeah, we're exactly where we need to be. Boom. I think last time we left off, you were standing on the uh, cathedral uh, mm-hmm. steps of St. George. Uh, now, the way I'm picturing this, folks, is despite the size of it, despite the Google Maps and all that, I'm kind of looking, uh, kind of picturing the town of Melville as being just like very little, I guess you could say, industry in there. Maybe they... they Really, farming is more of a thing that they do there. There's, it's one of those towns that you drive through that has, you know, maybe 
between six to eight thousand people and they have a Walmart and a movie theater and a bowling alley, you know, and a hospital, you know, just kind of small, nothing, mm-hmm. no big metropolis or anything. So the ha- the church of St. Uh, George's Cathedral is kind of on the outskirts of the town to where the residential stuff starts appearing. So there's like a house across, there's houses across the road from it, so forth and so on. But yeah, so you are here. It uh, The murder occurred two days ago. I will say that today is Saturday. And uh, yeah, do you all just tell me exactly what you're wanting to do? All right. Step, um, step yeah, one, so- getting us here. I post on Twitter. All right. Calling out all the white college girls. I'm about to go all true crime on y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> Gonna solve a murder. All right there. Uh, well, you, you definitely are not Rustin Cole. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So you have a couple of avenues that you could go through mm-hmm. here. I mean, there's the church, the surrounding area. You can investigate the, I mean, find out more about the community about you know the church itself you know that the father amherst was being held for questioning at the police station you don't i mean the article that you saw was a couple of days old you don't know exactly how all that has went and how the town has reacted to it okay. um i'm gonna check out the church i think um i think uh jingleheimer might go check out the um the local newspaper to see like the and that and, t- and talk to the um the journalist, if that's cool. Okay. That sounds fun. And what about uh, Terrell? Is that how you say it? Terrell. I think I should question the priest. I have the credentials. Okay. Oh, he's in for a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> as he, as, as Jiggleheimer walks away. <laughs> okay. Like, all right, man. I'm, I'm going to like... Uh, Get some footage here. Maybe, maybe do some streaming. Try to see if uh, my my fan base sees anything that I missed. All okay. right. Yep. And, and hold on. Re- oh. hold, hold up. Hold up. Before everyone goes. Yo, it's your boy Branson. I'm here in uh, Melville with my buddies uh, Jingleheimer and Tariel. Say hi, folks. Jingleheimer's just face palming. <laughs> <laughs> Does, does Targo appear on camera, or is it kind of like one of those, um, I can't remember the movie about the serial killer, that they were sent by God to help Bill Paxton, or whenever the camera goes on to him, it's kind of like blurry or cut out or whatnot. How, how does he appear on film? Um, just as a blinding white light. Like, <laughs> most of your people are going to complain of lens flare at this point. <laughs> oh, for like, sure. Somehow there's always a light directly in behind, like, out, like next to his shoulder, so it's just, like, constantly, like, causing a glare. <laughs> the comments are just like, God, bullshit, you, we know you only have one other actor. That's okay. clearly a, a giant, like, industrial light post. <laughs> that, that is clearly a hat rack with a suit on it. Yeah. God, this, but is yeah, worse like, than, this is worse than 2014 Slender Vlogs. Uh. Oh, man, that's that's hurtful. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah we're, we're going we're gonna to solve a murder here in town. Um, wish us luck. I'm going to check out the church. They're going to go check out some other stuff. Let's go. Okay. Sounds good. So let's go ahead. As you all depart, I think the most logical place to start would be actually at the church. So, yes. You know, looking around, they have one of those signs that all churches have that is some, what, 
they try to be clever, but sometimes it's kind of annoying and stuff like that to like, you know, God only answers an email kind of, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Kind of right. one, of those, one of those signs out there. And it is. If it, if it was summer, it says too hot. Love God. <laughs> the uh, you, you do see that the, the sign has uh, changed. It's got the date for the uh, they, they're announcing a, a great revival that is going to be taking place tomorrow, Sunday at the church. And you, you see the, the times uh, for the morning service and whatnot there. And uh, you see there is a car kind of parked in the right up at the front of it and uh, indicating that possibly somebody still is at the church. And also, like, how would Branson go about investigating the church? Now, the church is, I mean, when I, t- I, I may have said cathedral or something like that, but I'm mm-hmm. talking about a church, um, you know, wooden like structure. You don't town. have any. Yeah. Small it still town. says cathedral, but it's definitely not a cathedral. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like a converted townhouse, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's actually a place that just sells steeples for churches and stuff mm-hmm. like that that they can not they can like attach to the top of the church that actually has no function really. It's just kind of eye candy kind of thing. That's a true story. But mm-hmm. um you know, the big features that you do notice of it is that uh, there are stained glass windows. Uh, like all the glass, pretty much is stained glass. So you, you know, you, the, even the door glass is stained glass. And I'll, there's so a it's, sweet it's, little old lady somewhere in town who spends all of her days just painting glass for the windows. <laughs> it's, it's actually her uh, her her Etsy. <laughs> oh God, her Etsy shop. So, so how are you going to begin this investigation? Are we? Gonna, it looks like we're approaching roles, possibly. Yes. So what I'm doing is uh. First off, I, I stream the entire outside of the church. Like I'm just recording its enti- the entire structure um, as I walk around it, and then I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna try something a little bit a little bit weird." Uh, so um, I have been studying the works of um, Madame Duplass. She was a 1920s spiritualist. I'm going to try to use some clairvoyance to figure out to see if what see what happened on that day and age. And with that, um, I'm using my magical laboratory that I brought some stuff with me. It's going to be a magic mushroom um, and a bunch of chalk that I'm drawing a, a full metal alchemist like alchemy symbol in. Um, and I'm going to use magic to observe another place or time. I'm actually going to try to psychically observe the uh, the event. Okay. All right. What do you get there? Let me make that roll. I was also like, uh, I also would have uh, accepted a uh, Chrono Cross reference. <laughs> I've never actually played Chrono Cross. Oh man, I'm thinking the wrong one. It's like there's like a one with like a battle nun, or like it's an anime with like a uh, like a basically a nun toting like a bunch of guns and going after demons. That is all. Yeah, no, there's two Chrono Crosses. There's the video game yeah. and then there's the anime, and I've never seen either or played the other. I've seen the anime, uh, but um, yeah, so that's an eleven. Now is it, is this substituting for investigative mystery or? Uh, this is actually use magic. I'm roll. Uh, I rolled plus weird. So the magic works without I- issues. Choose your effect. My effect is. I observe another place or time. Now, the keeper may also 
say that uh, it requires weird materials, the spell will take time, the spell requires you to draw arcane symbols, blah, blah, blah. So, what do you think I need to do? Hmm. I'm saying something as simple as is that, like, you're you're going to get, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of how to adjust that. I think that you would probably, you've got what you need to perform it, and you're going to get something from this. It may not be exactly what... Uh, you were looking for? Does that sound I'm a, reasonable? I'm also probably going to be tripping balls for like the next twelve hours. So okay. So Branson, <laughs> yeah. So are and you're doing all this outside the church, right? Or did mm-hmm. you actually set foot into the vestibule? <laughs> no, I'm I'm outside the church. I haven't actually gone inside yet. He's yes. sitting there next to a, a, an alchemical circle in the courtyard of the church. Oh yeah, no, it's it's sketchy looking as fuck. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, the way I'm kind of picturing this is as you're tripping balls, we, uh, if this was a film, you have, uh, you're standing there, and then you just see, like, the ghostly images of people, like, the, the happenings that have happened in the past, and as they're walking past you. So, I mean, you kind of, you went for, like, a, a broad swath here, so what you what you get is... Um, you sit. You start seeing people on a Sunday morning, like just a normal, like a congregation rowing in and out. And you see this like through like a time lapse kind of quick cuts there. So you see, you see uh, less and less people returning week after week after week. And then you start. You as you glance around, you go to the side and you stop seeing. Uh, like little cute messages, like you know, God sends Nemo, uh, God answers email and stuff like that, and you start getting more fire and brimstone, kind of like like sinners in the hands of an angry God, kind of uh, text, like you know, uh, you stand, you know, you stand over the precipice of damnation, kind of crazy stuff like that continually, and then you start seeing, you see newer crowds kind of like young people and different people than you used to see start flowing in on the congregation and stuff. So it's like you, you're starting to see where is it's kind of perhaps a schism has occurred and then there's a new flock that has kind of replaced it. And as time keeps going on and on, you you start getting up to the most recent events that happened this week. You see a family pull up uh, in a car, and this this is where it's actually starting to slow down. So the time lapse is less choppy at this All at right. this point in time. So at this but, point, like I'm going to start like following people and like walking around. So okay. uh, if you want to uh, add in, like something into this, I'm like I'm going to try to follow find the father i presume i've seen his face already because you know internet yeah you would see him like it's one of those deals where they st- the father would stand at the exit of the church there and shake people's hands and greet them yeah and, so and like so I, I i start following him seeing where he goes and things like that okay so as you are leaving the scene of there's an argument that's taking place outside the teen or a teenager, it looks like he's in his early 20s, uh, stands up and huffily walks into church. You follow him. You see that he is greeted rather sternly by the father. And the father uh, extends his hand toward the uh, confessional to the side there. He steps in. You see the teen kind of reluctantly, you know, 
do that. I mean, not do that, but follow behind. So you're mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of picturing you in, and I've never been in a confessional. I've never really been into a Catholic church, but um, you know, you, I'm imagining that, you know, the small little booth and you've got the, the mesh kind of uh, lighting is low. You've got the mesh kind of screen mm-hmm. that you're looking through that you can kind of see the outline of a person and all that. And you start hearing the teen go over, um, like, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. I've moved. I've, I've went away uh, while I was away at college. I fell in love and I moved in with my girlfriend. And then you, the father's immediately jumping into a tirade of um, like him fornicating and living a life of sin. And he needs to repent. And there's a kind of a terse exchange there. And then you hear screaming like in surround, like like many voices are kind of screaming. You see the curtain on the other side where the youth was sitting is uh, flipped to its side, like you know, like somebody reaching in, casting it aside. And there's a hand that grabs the youth, and it's as he's pulled out. You see. Like the light that's shining, what's kind of sticking out to you is that the light that is shining into the room from uh, the church itself is not natural lighting. It's a very tinted, like a red cast. You see, it's like things are moving around in front of the light too. In this brief moment that you're seeing, you you like shadows and like swirls that are kind of passing through that are cascading across the father's face mm-hmm. as uh, the teen is pulled from it. And then you hear the screaming. And as the drugs and the rituals start falling, I mean, you start kind of coming out of it a bit. You have, uh, you're kind of left with the image of the father just sitting there slack jawed with his mouth open for a few moments and you hear the sound of banging from further in the church, like a door. And that's when you come out of it. All so right. uh, I'll let you kind of ruminate over that for a bit. Let's go over to John Jacob, John Jacob. So go into the newspaper. Yeah. That's how I'm going to uh, like, going to kind of get more, see if I can get anything more from the, uh, from the person who like made the article and stuff or did the art, did the initial article on the murder and such. See, okay. see if they left anything out um, of the article uh, all right. all and right. also maybe get a feel for the community and uh, what's been going on around town. Okay. So, uh, all right. Not a problem. Not a problem. So uh, yeah, you go to the local newspaper. Uh, you're greeted by the receptionist there. Uh, yeah. Can I help you? Ah, uh, hi there. Um, I'm I'm looking for. Uh, I I assume uh, like with the article, like it would have showed like who the article, like what the who the article was done by, like yeah. who who wrote it up and stuff. Um, Guys, we, we got an emergency. I got to step away. There's a spider walking oh no. across the floor, and my daughter's cowering on the couch. Br. <laughs> uh, you can talk amongst yourself. That's cool. Um, so my idea for this is basically, I I presume uh Toriel just kind of knows things through magic angel powers, so I'm never going to call you. I, I just assume you don't have a phone either. I do not. Yeah. So basically, I'm just going to like call Jingleheimer all the time and be like, hey man, pretty sure the priest didn't do it. Also, I'm high as shit. 
So it's so it's, it checks it checks his what it checks his phone. So, so it's a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a day ending in Y. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh. I guess. Uh, also, apropos of nothing, since Tariel has never been here before, um, he's literally walking to the police station. Probably stopped in at the Tim's. <laughs> so picturing Angel getting coffee. Oh my god. Okay. All right. I'll add that to the drawing list. I mean, we got the angel getting coffee. We got the the zombie who got shot up and was covered in like bloody Tim Hortons clothing oh, yeah. too. I guess I guess I guess we're gonna I got to start throwing Tim uh, Tim Horton scenes into my my games as well. Yeah. I, I just Tim's just keep coming up mm-hmm. from the American GMs. I'm noticing. <laughs> well, it's almost frankly, like it's very it's, easy staple. Yeah. It to is. Fair, and- yeah. Just have to say, uh, having worked at an all-night diner, I am sure that the poor gal behind the counter is just going to go, "Yeah, here, here's your coffee." Oh, yeah. and when they ask her about it later, it's like, "Yeah, Tuesday was a little bit weird." Oh yeah, no, that's that's a staple for Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, God, Tim Hortons sure. is basically the Canadian version of Waffle House, so I get it. it yeah, I've, I've got to share this with you. So Uh-oh. it was a cricket and not a spider, and I don't believe in. Like just killing bugs and stuff like that. So I caught it and okay. I even catch spiders and I threw it outside. And as I finished that up, my daughter looked at her sweet little five year old voice. She goes, Daddy, you saved me. Oh. <laughs> so, that, you know, those I, are the moments. <laughs> I'm going to leave this in the, in the recording there. So, <laughs> it's just, I love my kids. Uh, so There's such a big part of the recording of RPX. And it's kind of sad that you. For me, as I listen to older things that we've done, and I can hear my my eight year old as a uh, Lord, we've been doing this six years. So I mean, <laughs> as she a two like, year old falling yeah. off a uh, <laughs> couch, yeah, it's just bizarre. Guys, so, guys, like I understand because my niece six years old today. Oh, <laughs> I, I just yeah, I was like, wow, where I did six like years go? I love, yeah, I definitely will. But I just like, where did that six years go? <laughs> <laughs> it it goes quick. The days yeah. are long, but the years are short. To quote what I've been told. Um, so jumping back into the game, apologize for the interruption there, but I had to uh, save my daughter. Now, uh, so the reception. So, oh, you you asked who wrote the article, or yeah, I, I don't think we unless you have a name or something like that. Yeah, I just was yeah, gonna say yeah. Like, so yeah, <laughs> reporter we, Mc, reporter face. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about William. Yeah, William wrote about the the murder down at St. George, William Reed. Uh, yeah, I think. Let me check. She glances at her screen. like, well, he's on the, uh, God, what's the program that Microsoft uses for meetings and talking? Uh, God, their team, Microsoft Teams, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, Teams. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's on Teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to be a Foley artist here real quick. <laughs> There's clacking of keys like <laughs> Noah was typing, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah. He he said he'll see it. Just uh, just and she kind of gestures and just walk on this way. It's uh, first room on your right. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, and then he'll just walk on okay. um, to uh, to go see this person. Okay. This William Reed. Yeah, William was? Reed. Okay. So that door, he, he, you knock on it. Come on in. Kind of. Uh, Hi, um, Mr. Reed. Uh, yeah. What can I do for you? Uh, my, my name's um, shoot. Should I? Did, did, would Jingleheimer go with it? Hmm? What? <laughs> I, I really like that. My name's 
Shoot. My name, my name, my name. No, actually, no, he's getting, my name's Jingleheimer. I know it's 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 a long story. Um, uh, and uh, I was uh, I, I I came by that um that uh, uh that terrible uh circumstances that happened uh, uh this week uh regarding the the young the young man uh, over at the church and uh I am a bit of a, a journalist myself and I was I was just wondering uh if I could uh get uh, some some information uh, see see if there's any extra any more information that you could provide uh from the article um uh, you know journalist to journalist so I am like legit just lying <laughs> blusting my way through this <laughs> That that sounds this sounds like a row of some sort. All right. Oh man, I hope you fail because that I would do be too. perfect. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to start using magic. Where is the inverted pyramid format of journalism not good enough? <laughs> not playing. Plus one. All right. Uh, that's okay. a nine. So, and what kind of play was this that we were looking at here? I'm going to play. That was, uh, I believe, manipulate a person. Manipulate a person. So that's a mixed result. So yeah. let's see trying to pull up my i had everything lined up here and then i walked away from it okay so investigate i manipulate a person okay so that looks like um robust charm today once given the reason so i'm gonna say yeah he'll with a mixed success he'll he'll answer some of your questions there's gonna be some stuff he's gonna kind of probably shy away from if that sounds let's see for a normal person i'm looking there we go They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. Uh, well, journalists, you say, um, do you care if I ask what your interest in the story is? Um, oh, we're just making a feature on it, you know. <laughs> it's actually oh. a sports article. Well, yeah, actually, we're uh, we're doing uh, some uh, we're doing an article on uh, uh, rural on uh, on on rural prairie. Um, uh, church communities and the dark side of them so oh, what well, tell you what you're talking about real communities and the dark side we got this here but i tell you what you you help me i help you so how's this sound sure. uh they're getting ready to release uh father amherst uh, he was he's been held for questioning and um you know I'm just a small town reporter. It's not like a lot of people outside of Melville are reading my stuff. So if you could give me some of your notes. What was that? I'm just a simple country journalist. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what I was hearing when he said that. (laughs) I'm just just a simple country journalist. Uh, If you could, you could kind of feed me some of this information, especially what you dig up on the Church of St. George for my follow-up article. I'm going to be writing about this. Uh, you know what? Yeah, if uh, if you do that, I'd be more than happy to answer your questions. So out of character, he's asking you to write his news article for him. Yeah, that's fair. Quid pro quo. <laughs> yeah. Um, you write doesn't... my article, you get my press pass. It tap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I see where we're going. Yeah, I can I can definitely uh, help you out, help a brother out. <laughs> He's just gonna change the name <laughs> to William Reed. <laughs> yeah, my new alias for this for this case is now William Reed. <laughs> uh, so what can I what can I answer about answer for you? Um, just was there any uh, any details that you uh, you had to leave out of the uh, your your previous article, like about the case, like any. 
any strange goings on in the area, um, uh, like with it, with the families, um, and uh, just maybe a little bit about the history of the community of, of the community with regards to its relations to the the church and such. Look, Father Hamhurst used to be a very well respected peer in the community. He's he's been preaching for going on forty years now, and uh, over the last five years, he's went. His wife left him. His uh, children won't speak to him anymore. Like he's went through some stuff, and as a result of that, the Church of Saint George, I've just peeled my third banana, has <laughs> went through some stuff. Uh, there's been like I don't know if you if you probably look it up on YouTube, you can kind of see it. But he's become the church has become very sensationalized as of the past couple of years with his extreme uh, sermons. You know, he's preached openly on the pulpit about things that he thinks uh, certain Christians are doing wrong. He's angered a lot of his community with his uh, very, I don't know if I want to call it no nonsense, but his very strict views of things. And uh, eventually a lot of people stopped coming to his church. And at one point he became kind of a viral sensation because Somebody uh, filmed him, say, as after the most previous uh, prime minister? Trudeau. Trudeau. (laughs) Well, I know from my precursory knowledge of Canadian politics that he was opposed. And I think even though he won, wasn't there kind of a uh, sentiment of this crazy right wing conservative stuff going through Canada as well? There's definitely at least one Canadian dollar bill that has Ryan Harper on it, um, right, drawn Harper. to look like Spock. Right, yeah, Harper. I, yeah, gotcha. So, yeah, that was the previous one. <laughs> his uh, sermon kind of picked up some clout and people started traveling, like a, a different kind of people started traveling to see uh, the St. George Cathedral. So they've... Oh, so you've been having some out-of-towners or like uh, just yeah. like people within the community that wouldn't go to church otherwise have started kind of kicking, uh, kind of taking place of the old guard? Yeah, more people from the community that had never went to church, but now they like what they like what the preacher's preaching. Oof. And uh, they've started going in. So that's pretty much it. He, I gather from everything that he's going to be released here today, and I know that the church is... Uh, He's told prisoners that have visited him there that uh, he has seen the light, and he's going to have a special service on Sunday morning. Uh, I like to think that Jingleheimer just like kind of like comments to himself, like, "Well, he's about to see the light." <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else uh, uh, you, kind of with that line of thinking? Yeah, with that. Um, so, so he's been losing. So he's been losing like old, like some of his older flock. Um, yeah. To the yes. like because of his uh, his his uh, his how is is it is that puritanical or like yeah, very kind puritanical. of yeah, puritanical kind of uh, is that like I was just wondering if that was the word for it. Um, uh, I think he's mostly losing his flock because church just wasn't great anymore, and then oh, once he started to make Jesus great make... again. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Oof. I'm MJG. sure he's got a lot to say about those uh, border crossing immigrants and such. MJGA. Uh. Oh, God. Magia or whatever. 
I like um, it. Like, like he's just like I like the cut of that of that of that president's uh, jib <laughs> down <laughs> down south. It's like oh god, oh boy, yeah, kill the per- him. <laughs> the, per- the parishioners, uh, yeah, they they changed a lot of them. Yeah. All right. Here's the odd thing that I didn't put in the article, and it's probably bullshit anyway. But not only did they not like the message anymore, they started complaining of uh, strange dreams. Strange dreams. Yeah. Huh. Um, I mean, wow, that's kind of left field, but. I mean, like, that's I can't write that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if you, if that's, you that's, write something like that, then obviously I can't uh, do anything with that pointed uh, glance. Yeah. Um, you don't happen, uh, you didn't happen to get any kind of like proper, like any like descriptors and stuff of like that of these dreams or just like just generalized like weird dreams? Uh Demons banging at the windows of their house. Demons banging at the windows of the church. Hmm. Demons. And like, that's just, there's a couple that mentioned that. And then I haven't heard anything else from them since they uh, left the congregation. They just said that they just didn't feel at home there anymore. Uh, yeah, understandable. Um, do you, you wouldn't happen to have names I could uh, like kind of... Uh... I, again because i mean not that i'll i mean i mean this is like it's it's silly it's it, he's like kind of like mocking like, it's it's so like ridiculous like the dreams but um it, it might be it might be worth noting like maybe they maybe they, well like they they've been having like sleep paralysis bouts and like maybe somebody's been trying to like terrorizing them in the night like from the from the from the the new the new uh the new uh sect or well, the new the new the new circles of of the church like it might be worth it might be worth investigating. So like, do you, do you have do we have any do you have any names on the on the people? Yeah, he'll uh, he'll go ahead and give you one. It's like, look, like the only thing that I can kind of uh, give you here, and he gives you the name of Shane Lewis. Okay. Okay. As I write that down, he gives you the name of Shane Lewis, who is definitely not my third cousin. But uh, I don't know why he said <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Well, he's not. So as the uh, as the scene closes there, he will uh, he writes down the name and wishes you the best of luck and tells you to keep the weird stuff out of his news. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know what I find. Let's see if uh, see if you can do anything with it as well. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and cut over to Tariel. I think I said Speaking it right. of weird stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you arrive at the police station instantaneously, I would assume. Actually, no. Um, while you were uh, dealing with the cricket spider, we were um, talking about since I don't know this town, I actually have to walk. So while I'm walking, I'm also going to have stopped in at the uh, Tim Hortons, gotten some coffee. Okay. But yeah, just walking up to the police station. And um, finishing off what's left of that to-go cup. Okay. As uh, as you walk into the police station, having received directions from the locals, uh, you know you you have a receptionist kind of sitting there. There's some. It's a small town police station, so you only see like a, a couple of desks there. Uh, the holding area is kind of. And uh, it's partitioned off into a, a different room and stuff like that. But you, you do kind of you know see this general small town police station kind of set up there. And uh, 
you ask uh, at the, I guess I'll let you role play it out though, but uh, you, how are you going to approach this? Well, first I'm going to look around the room and see if I can spot the holding. Because I assume that it's basically one big room inside. Maybe a, uh, maybe a little um, sign that says holding arrow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see that. Okay. I'm just going to start walking right to the holding cell. Um, uh, sir, sir. And then uh, there's an officer that was sitting at the back of their desk. They kind of noticed the receptionist kind of uh, a little bit disturbed. And this lady stands up and rushes over. Sir, sir, you, you, you can't be back here. Uh, what are you Don't uh, worry. Uh, fear not. Be not afraid. I am expected. He knows I'm coming. All right. This sounds like a manipulate. I think it does. Let's see. Let's have a move for that, or yeah. Well, I do have a move for that, but I'm only going to use it when I need it. Um, it's um, I have soothe, which means that as long as I am, as long as I continue talking, um, they don't feel any kind of negative emotions. Nice. But for the manipulate, I've got a seven. Okay. So seven and nine, they'll do this, but you got to do something for them. Uh, so your look, uh, look, you're wanting to what? Talk to Father Amherst? Is that what it is? Yes, I am expected. I'm and part of his hierarchy. She kind of, uh, you know, uh, a <laughs> I'm I'm his boss. You know, because I'm a fucking angel. I work for his boss. I'm I'm his boss's secretary, yeah. <laughs> representative. As I said, I'm part of his hierarchy. He knows where I am. He knows where I fall, or at least he should know where I fall. If he doesn't, it's going to be worse for him. Okay, so listen, we're kind of deviating from protocol pretty hardcore here. So what am I have to ask you, sir? She kind of... You know, you kind of even see her squinting a little bit when she looks at you. It's it's not like it's actually donging on her that, you know, you're this gigantic glowing ball of angelic light or anything, or your eyes were glowing or anything like that. It's just, you know, it's kind of a subconscious kind of, uh, thing. Yeah, place the face. Yeah. Uh, look, like we, we have an area for this. He was getting ready to be dismissed, but if you can uh, just step up, Back across the counter, uh, there's some forms you got to fill out for the visitation of uh, of an inmate here, and uh, you know you got to do a few things. Uh, we need uh, you to empty your pockets and so forth and so on. And if you will do all that for me, I will let you. Uh, we'll take you over to the our conference room. Slash. I have nothing in my pockets. I invite you to frisk me, <laughs> but I will fill out your paperwork. So she kind of awkwardly pats you down. Uh, I just want to say, I invite you to frisk me is a deeply uncomfortable sentence. (laughs) It sounded like a threat. (laughs) In my head, head, it's like, I invite you to frisk me. It's like the angel in the room. (laughs) Uh... How I'm playing this is, uh, even though despite he didn't actually use one of his character's moves, I kind of like the idea that he has a calming presence anyway. Even if so. Weird things like this, like, well, if this is America, they probably pulled a gun on you for walking across the counter or but, something I mean, like that. I don't even think any of them have guns at this point. <laughs> I think maybe the co- maybe the RCMP probably. cops would have would have guns, like would have a gun, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I, I know not of your strange world. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, the, uh, uh, hard to believe, guys, but Canada, not barely anybody totes guns. <laughs> yeah, you just have all the issue with, you know, racist racism against indigenous peoples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> head head I, down, I, just like Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> just but, yeah. The, the also, I am... Uh, playing into the stats just a little bit because on on the one hand yes i do have the calming presence but on the other i have a charm of minus one so i'm always going to be a bit off i will choose the lines for maximum creepy factor or maximum off puttiness ah, oh nice. no i'm on i'm on the same boat there like i will never have a charm of neg- beyond negative one like i'm just an uncomfortable person to be around you are ex- escorted over to the uh the I, I would call it a conference room. It, it's it's one of these deals. It's actually, uh, I say, with such a small town, it's not like there's bulletproof glass or anything. This is more of a room that the police would, you know, a, a, a lawyer would go in to speak with a client, kind of kind of deal like that. It, this isn't. They've got a holding area. They got a drunk tank. You know, they got all that kind of stuff. But like, as far as it being. They can only house a few people at a time, and then they would be sent to a larger city to be put in their uh, correctional system kind of deal. But So my question is, do I get the – this is the – words. I'm seeing in my head the small town that my grandma lives in, and they have two different interview rooms. There's the uncomfortable interview room. We know you're guilty! And then there's the uh, gentle interview room, which actually has the padded seat to put the person in. Coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that the fact yeah. that it's also a member of the clergy, local clergy, and stuff like that, and this person is getting ready to be dismissed. I'd say that you would be going to the nice room with the comfy seat and the coffee pot. Doubly so, fair. So she uh, wa- uh, escorts you there. Uh, this will be in one moment, sir. I'll get, I'll get Father Amherst. Uh, he wasn't expecting visitors, but he's had a few recently. So uh, yeah, we'll. I'll be right back. And she steps out. Ten minutes later, uh, she brings in the father. And oddly enough, he's, I'm sure they wear clothes outside their their preacher's attire. But he's been there for the past couple of days uh, while everything was being investigated. Father Amherst is still wearing his, his robes. He has uh, you know, a couple of days growth of on his face. He smells Looks, sweaty. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Just, for some reason, I'm just imagining a Rasputin-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, I know, it's not the look you're going for, but like, with like when he's like, oh, he's got a couple of like a couple of days of growth. It's just this haggard hobo priest coming in. <laughs> he sorry. didn't look like, like he didn't look like that when he went into prison, but he certainly does now. Dude's prison part, has changed him. <laughs> dude is apparently like part werewolf. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of headcanon and grizzled look like Clint Eastwood from Grand, Tur- uh, Grand Torino. Yeah. Or, you know, or... Sam Neill in any Sam Neill role. Oh, God, I love yeah. Sam Neill. Now, story checks out. <laughs> the, the police officer will is going to kind of pull up a seat there, too, since, you know, still a murder thing kind of going on and all. And it's just not like you're giving private counsel. So, uh, Father Amherst. Uh, Look, here, this this gentleman said he's wanting to speak to you. I know that you were on your way out, but uh, he would, if you'd consent, he's like, it's, it's fine, my child. I will be happy to 
help any who need to see the light. And he sits down at the table. Uh, you're, I can't say I know you, sir. That's okay. I, I understand that my name is not one that is brooded about these parts. And it's strange that you would actually know my name, considering that you don't fall under my provenance. I'm here to find out what happened at the church. I have been sent. Would you care to tell me what happened at the church? Or must I find out otherwise? I was uh, tending to my flock. And uh, the Lord has has issued a divine retribution upon a sinner. The police officer in the room perks up. We've went over this a thousand times before. Look, it... Someone did that. Someone did that. And then they kind of argue about uh, amongst each other. Her saying that she thinks it was a, a serial killer or something. So I, how do you want to take this kind of line of questioning? Do you want to, is this a, a row that you're wanting to make or how are you going to work this out? Well, at this point, I'm just going to let them argue between themselves and I'm going to listen intently to everything that they have to say. Um, I'm not going to start pulling my weight until I absolutely have to. Um, but I kind of want to do this as an... I'm just going to interview by letting the two of them bounce off of each other, because I see now they have conflicting views. I'm just going to listen real hard and get all of it. Get the whole truth. Like Passive investigation sometimes works better than active, you know? Yeah, I totally I agree. Look... I know, I know that you said it was someone else, but it wasn't. I know what I saw. I know I saw a divine retribution. The Lord judged that man, and that, and the Lord found that man wanting. He is lukewarm, and he spit him out of his mouth. There's my one Bible verse I remember. Uh, so, no, no, look, that that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Like you'll see what makes sense. You'll see. Look. My flock, there is a malignancy amongst my flock. And uh, Mr. Young was just the beginning of it. We're having we're having a special service tomorrow morning. And we will we will be judged and we will be found worthy of the Lord. And he kind of goes off screeching about that for a while. Uh, she uh officer, as you pick, as you went through, I actually have a name here as I scroll down. Uh, officer Carey, God, what's I can't find it, but yeah, the officer uh, Carey, God dang it, Carey Hayden. I knew I had it down, written down there. Look, look, you can have your service. It's a, it's not a crime scene anymore. But look, don't get these people whipped up into a frenzy. Don't do that. The family's mourning. We need to get to the bottom of this. So, uh, and then it kind of breaks down from there. Soul has passed from the world of the living. That is one thing that you can both agree on. Yes, he has. It, it's hard. I feel sorry for my my congregation. The, the family must be comforted. That is your role. The family is to be comforted. As far as the disposition of the deceased, that is outside of your hands. That is no longer in your purview. Let the soul be judged as the soul is going to be judged. But it is your job, Father, to see to it that the living can mourn the deceased. It is not your job to use the death of a parishioner 
to start your own agenda. Stay in your lane, Father. Stay in your lane. I will stay in mine. I'm getting code. I'm asking out of character, but like it's room. Like, how do you? These are chilling words. Everyone stops. You I'm have, thinking yeah, room just kind of dare, dare I anti Roma Downey this just a little bit. It's not that it. happy cold light, it, but it is going to be that harsh, harsh white light that just shines right on Tariel. And yeah, the coffee froze over in the pot. Like, oof. I like to, I can actually visualize that. I can like the, you know how I, when it frosts up and stuff like that, it kind of crystallizes and like fractal patterns up the side of the coffee pot. So the, also when I was, this is a very impassioned speech. This uh, is this a role that you're making? Uh, I think I would like to, um, but. Um, I do have one other thing to throw in there because I, I got my own Bible verse to quote here, Adam. Okay. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Condemnation is not your job. Salvation is. You are to be the signpost on the road to salvation. Beautifully I just placed. got chills. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I had myself muted. I was like, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a moxie to give out to you, I would. Awesome. What do you want to have uh, happen? Um, I'm, I'm hoping that I am putting the pressure on him. I'm putting to the, bo- I'm putting the boots to him, holy style. Okay. So on the one hand, this is a charm because I'm trying to manipulate him. I want him to give away everything at this point, but um. I don't know if it actually falls under the rules. And this is also not soothe, because l- let's be fair, that is not soothing talk in any way. The so pot of coffee literally just froze over. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to spend a luck to turn that into a crit. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to treat this as uh, a little bit of both, kind of like I, I like doing with your character here. You know, Soothing, it's it's more less soothing and more of an epiphany. And the father stares at you. You see the will, you see the want of him wanting to argue with you. And you you start to see it. Just going to stand up and suddenly tower a little bit more. Like, we don't know how tall Tariel actually is. Maybe five foot even in the right circumstances. In this moment, seven and a half feet tall. He he feels he looks up to you as your shadow casts over him, and he feels small. And he, as uh, you know, is he rests his elbows on the table and puts his head his head in his hands and just kind of massages his temples. Like you look, you're you're right. I will, I will go. I need to go get cleaned up. I'm going to go and I will administer to my flock. I've got to get ready for tomorrow, but... Isn't he still credibly accused of murder? No. He was, uh, as we've gathered, I mean, they're releasing him shit. They think that it was a serial killer. Um, Details that I had written down this morning that I had forgot to spout out to Crazon when he was researching the story is that uh, when the parents 
and I would say that you all have had the info drop. I apologize mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. I would say that when the parents were the ones that heard the screaming as well out in the car when they burst into the church, they couldn't in the beginning. The doors wouldn't move. It was unlocked, but there was a great force. They couldn't budge. It was like pushing against a wall. This wasn't put in the story because it was fantastical. And when they finally broke in there, they found their son. They found the father in the booth. Uh, no murder weapon or anything like that. He would not speck of blood or anything on him. And they actually had to go across the street to the neighbors to call an ambulance because their cell phones were not working. In oh, the church. Okay. I'm sorry, I left that out. <laughs> no, I also it, should have probably asked, like, how did he die? <laughs> or, like, yeah. or, like, I we should have, like, what if I should have probably, like, met, like, kind of confirmed that? <laughs> All the coffee that I drank is finally leaving me. When <laughs> we were going through that scene, I was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry I, that you ran out of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of ran out of gas. So, look, you are right. Um, Look, I've I've had a difficult couple years. Maybe with you spending a luck point, maybe I've lost my way. Look, I would be I would be honored if you would come attend church with us tomorrow at the Church of St. George. I have something I need to tell my flock and I need all the strength I can I can get. The strength is there. All you need to do is ask. Awesome. Awesome. So we'll fade from that scene. Uh, it is 1130. How are we doing on time? I would like to continue, but at the same time, you know, we kind of got a late start. We're, we've yeah, finished I'm, pretty much the first act. I'm yeah. good to go. Yeah, I can still go for a bit. Okay. We'll go uh, ahead. I don't have anywhere to be until 7 o'clock tonight. So, yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nine to seven. No. Oh, we are all lame. Let's do right. it. I, yeah. think that, I think that I can pretty much uh, finish this up in the next hour. Okay. okay. Cool. So, cool. All right. So, back on track. Uh, we've all had our scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all tell me what happens next. So, uh, I'm going to call Jingleheimer. Okay. okay. Yo. Hey, man. I'm... Uh, uh, I'm kind of tripping right now, but uh, I did a little research, research, and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the priest didn't do it. I think there's like an, th- there's some sort of like, I don't know, demon, devil, I don't know. That, like a- that might check out. Um, I got some information from the, the, the journalist. He didn't want to put it in the paper because it seemed ridiculous, uh, but it seems to be. Seems to work for our purview and our, our our perspective on the world. Um, some some folks have been leaving his uh, his congregation as a result of uh, his uh, his uh, switch to the more like Old Testament kind of brimstone kind of stuff. Um, and they've also been leaving because they've been, uh, or maybe as a result of, uh, they've been having weird dreams involving uh, demons at their at their thresholds uh, and at the thresholds of the church. Oh man, that's fucked. Yeah, uh, I got a name for one of them. Um, so I was actually on my. I was thinking of heading over that way, or unless you want uh, want a, a pickup, or well, you want to reconvene with uh, Tariel. Um, yeah, man. If like if you can pick me up, I'm happy to help. But like, Tariel, are you actually in the call? Oh God, he did it. <laughs> do, you, do you think this has to do with 
with Jack? It might. Look, Maybe. Free Jesus complete. fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I see that he is indeed a sinner. But there is nothing in his sins that screams to this. He did not do it. But he is definitely a man who is hurting. He needs some God. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems also, like he... are uh, you high right now? I played the fifth. You seem high I, right now. I played the fifth in Canada. <laughs> you don't even have a fifth. <laughs> I played the fifth of bourbon. Um, no. <laughs> I, I was using some some shamanic practices that I saw in uh, Kimetsu no uh, Demon Slayer, and I thought it would work. And it did. Okay. So I'm going to subtly lay a hand on and find out that it's not going to work because you've got too much stuff in you, apparently. <laughs> also, it's like, so you're on the call, but then you're suddenly behind him about to lay a hand oh, on I was, I was never actually on the call. It was just oh, that once okay. you guys started talking, I'm in the car. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Or your your, your yeah, phone. Yeah. Now back to me. Now back to your phone. Now back to me. <laughs> do not do not enjoy how this character works, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like like so. Chris's character wouldn't actually have a car. So where would you have actually rested, Chris? So you you're coming down from a trip. Oh, I'm st- I'm still in the parking lot. Like I, I am sure there is somebody who has spoken to me. They're like just like. Are, are you okay? It's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. He's still on the stoops of the church. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, a parishioner came over and was like, are, are you okay? Like, oh, I'm streaming, by the way, still. <laughs> nice. Hey, man, check your camera. Your filter's acting up again. Yeah, no, it's actually my uh, followers who are telling me, like, to check my filters and things. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, sorry, dude. <laughs> I almost thought David was going to do one of those moves from like the crow when he walks in there and squeezes a woman's arm and the heroin just rolls out of her veins in the punk. Yeah. yeah, see, I tried that and <laughs> failed it. it. It was a five. Uh, yeah, no. Even if he succeeded, I would have. I would have taken another mushroom. <laughs> I think that uh, basically the way that we can we can handle that is say that he's still kind of tripping a bit so he's not quite ready for action i'm stepping away for one second i'm being shook and they're telling me daddy so i'll be oh. right back oh no it, it's definitely a uh, psychedelic so i'm like i'm ready it's just i'm yeah. gonna be punching at ghosts yeah <laughs> ones that don't even exist <laughs> if you I were have... punching ghosts that were actually there it would be one thing but you're not you're you're punching at ghosts of ghosts apparitions <laughs> of apparitions it's kind of like um, what's hallucinations. The, uh, from... Yes, that's the yeah. word. You are punching hallucinations. Yeah, hey man, uh, hallucination is bet... just an alternate reality that hasn't <laughs> manifested in our world yet. Yeah. No, I am very much aware of what reality is, and that is not reality. No, you're just you're just uh, you're just your high, buddy. <laughs> that's that's your beliefs, y'all. Yo. <laughs> I, I, I pro- reject your reality and substitute my own. <laughs> I, I got a proposition for you. My kids have walked up and told me they're hungry. Would you all be interested? Like I said, I think we're almost done. Would you all be interested in like a 15 or 20 minute break? And then we can kind of start back. I'm just going to go uh, fix some stuff to eat real quick. And then yeah, we can right. finish. Yeah, I can go get some coffee. coffee. That sounds like a plan. Matter of fact, I think that there's some microwave waffles with my name on them. 
Looks like it's a good stopping point for this particular episode. So for all you who's listening to us on the internet there, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Real Playing Exchange's Monster of the Week campaign, The Uncle's Penny Dreadmill. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>